I'm behind. I have so much to do. And Thanksgiving is right around the corner, then Christmas, and then New Year's. It's such a busy season ahead. And I know that once it starts, there's gonna be so much going on. I won't have time or space to make any progress. And I feel so overwhelmed. Ah! If this is you, hello and welcome to fall. Fall doesn't mean falling behind on your goals, but so many of us feel like that's exactly what it means. You know what I'm talking about. Have you had this feeling before? Am I the only one? Because I wanna quickly be a voice of calm and encouragement for all my pharmacist friends, looking at their lists and seeing so many things not crossed off. We're tipping into November, closing off 2021. I'm sure you have a lot that you wanted to do. And along the way, instead of crossing all those things off, more got added on and you feel like time's not on your side. So in this episode, I'm gonna share three simple scripts you can use along with how to practically apply them into your pharmacist's life so that you can effectively flip your fall into a season of joy instead of guilt. Here we go. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. The first script that you have to really understand, like this is not overly simplistic, and it, it, it is, but at the same time, I wanna make sure that you don't hear this and think, that's not gonna work, it's too simple. It's gonna work because it's simple and you put it into practice. The first tip is so flipping important. It's this, flip your focus. And I'm gonna explain why. What you focus on, you'll feel. Think about that for a second, because here's a simple truth. Take control of your focus and you'll take control of your life. So what exactly does that mean? Is that poetry? No, let me break down how this actually works, both in your life as a pharmacist and as a human being crushing life to live it on your terms. We're gonna focus on our list of things not done. That's right, the list that's freaking you out. I've got so much to do before the end of the year. I don't wanna start behind. When you take your list of things not done and you focus on them, that's the first script of choosing what you focus on. It's gonna make you feel some type of way. I have all these things, they're not done. You're gonna feel behind, you're gonna feel overwhelmed. You might even feel some self-judgment because once you focus on it, you have to decide something super simple about it. You see the list, it's not done, but here's the big question. What does that mean? If you look at your list of things and things aren't done, does that mean that, I don't know, a pandemic happened and you had to reprioritize your life? Or does it mean that you feel like a failure, you're disorganized, and you'll never get anything done because you do this all the time. Do you see the difference in how that can make you feel? So the first thing you have to identify is what are you focusing on? And the second thing is what you are focusing on, what's the meaning that you're making out of the thing you're focusing on? 
your feelings that you get from that are actually feedback, not something that's labeled bad or good, as you might think of being happy and frustrated. Your feelings are valid and they're actually feedback. They're useful resources, literally designed to serve you. So those are some things that you have to keep in mind. You have to understand what you're focusing on because there's always something to focus on in everything, both something that you'd label as good or bad. The second thing is once you've identified what you're focusing on, what does that mean to you? What meaning are you giving from the thing you're focusing on? And a hint is if you're feeling less than empowered, you're probably giving a disempowering meaning to it. For example, I love this example because I do this all the time. I live in Pittsburgh. There's rain all the time. So when it rains, is the meaning you're going to give to that, all oh, my plans are ruined. I have to figure something else out. I can't go outside. It's a terrible, ugly day, blah, blah, blah. Or is it going to rain outside and the meaning you're going to give it is, woohoo, free car wash. Now I don't have to water the garden. This is awesome. See the difference. I didn't ignore that it was raining. I didn't say, this is just, you know, we're gonna go and sing in the rain or whatnot. Like, it's raining, that's a fact, but what are you gonna focus on? What's the meaning you're going to put to that? That makes the difference. Okay, Adam, we're not here to learn about weather. Let's talk about how to get things really done. So those were the first two scripts. The third script is taking both of those two and tying it into the real life of a pharmacist. It's actually practical, so you can take this and get the outcomes you've been working for. And this third script is no joke what I have used to literally change my life. From getting into pharmacy school after I was not only rejected, but told that you're not cut out for this, it's too competitive, go somewhere else, to becoming a professional speaker, which afterward I found out was actually the first PharmD in the history of the National Speakers Association to become a certified professional speaker. Here it is. Get resourceful. That's literally how I flipped the script on my life. So if I could do it on my life, you might be able to do it with your list, with something that's been stressing you out, or with something that has been important to you keeps seeming farther and farther away. So all three of these scripts, decide what you focus on, decide what meaning you're going to give to what you're focusing on, and getting resourceful with where you are and where you're looking to go. All three of those tie together in a way that will really serve you to flip your state of overwhelm into a state of momentum which drives progress. Momentum is the key. And when you feel that progress, that you're getting closer, might be a baby step, might be a millimeter, but you're getting closer to your goal, whatever that might be, that sense of progress is what makes you feel alive and look for more ways to grow. So real quick, there's one thing you must realize especially if you're a super driven pharmacist dedicated to living your best life and serve others at the highest level because of it, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm willing to bet that's you. 
Realize this fact and hear me loud and clear because it's true. We overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in a decade. When we focus on what we've not accomplished or what we are lacking, we feel that because, like I said earlier, what you focus on, you'll feel. Instead of what we can all get caught up on in pharmacy world, as we're trained, literally, our skill as a pharmacist, we are trained to go out there, regardless of your practice setting, to look for what's wrong or what could be wrong to prevent medication safety issues. We're paid to do that. So if you do that enough times, it becomes a habit that tends to bleed out from your work life into your family life, into your friend's life, into your life. And you start finding yourself looking for things that are wrong, that could be a disaster. And you wonder why you feel some type of way when you're thinking this way, because it does serve you in one capacity, but if you're not mindful, if you're not conscious of the, the thought patterns that you're having outside of that, it can really lead you to this spiral. So step one begins with a simple script. Look at what you have accomplished. Because if we're talking about, like we're, uh, we're in November, right? We're to winding down 2021. We all have goals, you know, small goals, big goals. What do we want? Think about the New Year's. What are you going to accomplish this year? We all do it in some capacity, whether it's fitness, nutrition, pharmacy, whatever that, whatever your goal is. And as we get closer to that end of the year, that, that sense of urgency and, and maybe guilt might come up. And we focus on what we have not accomplished. And what did I say the first script is? Flip your focus. Because what you focus on, you'll feel. So instead of looking at what you have not accomplished, I want you to look at what you have accomplished. Because like I said, we overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in a decade. And the reason we underestimate that decade is because of what I'm addressing right here. We end up on the end of the year, get overwhelmed, start the second year. Then we start trying. We have a, a mishap. We don't follow through on one little thing. And we say, see, this year is going to be just like last year. Why even try? And that's what happens but not anymore. If you, if, 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 if you not just hear what I'm sharing right now, but you actually use it. So the first thing you have to do is look at what you have accomplished. This is not meant to make you feel good or give you the warm fuzzies. If that's what you're here for, dip out. I'm going to walk you through a process that you can actually put into prep into play and get results. So first thing is you have to identify what you have accomplished. This is a great start, and I want to really drive this home. I'm going to get my soapbox. When you look at what you have accomplished, you'll likely feel, you might smile, you might feel good, you might feel better, you might feel a little bit inspired. But here's the truth about that. Motivation and inspiration will not cause transformation. That means feeling good won't make you live a better quality life, won't make you get to the results you're getting. It's not going to change you unless you take action to change. So what you do with this new focus of what you have accomplished, it's not meant like, oh, just look at what you've done. And you'll feel better. It's 
What you do with that new focus that's critical and why I'm walking you through this process. Because it's what will impact you and lead you to action. So look at what you have accomplished, but this next step, if you don't do it, it's not going to work for you. Once you've identified what you have accomplished, get out a pen and paper and physically write it down. If you're driving, obviously don't do this or pull over, but if you're listening to this at your home, hit the pause button, take literally two, three minutes, think of what you've accomplished this year and just bullet it out. It doesn't have to be an essay, just bullet list it out, little things. Write it down physically. Specifically, I want you to look at all that you've endured through this year. Because, I mean, this isn't really like an epiphany, but it's been a challenging couple years for the world. So once you've identified what you've endured through this year, all the unexpected change, the unexpected roles, the unexpected added responsibility you didn't sign up before, but now you're leading, identify those. Give yourself that acknowledgement. Then I want you to look at the context that you've come through with all of that stuff, a pandemic. Can we all just take a moment to genuinely accept a dose of grace right now? Like that's unprecedented. So now that you've written down, and if you didn't stop this and go do it now, because it's not gonna work unless you work this plan. Once you've identified and written down those things that you have accomplished, I want you to look at three key areas when you were able to achieve something when you felt it was impossible. And I want you to pick something that creates an emotional reaction when you think about it. So this could be from your relationships. This could be in your professional life, or this could just be your own personal development. But I want you to think about something that at the time when you started working towards it, People either told you it wasn't possible, you felt like you'd had no chance, but you wanted it so badly you went after it anyway. For example, I knew I wanted to be a pharmacist. I even applied, put my money where my mouth was because that application ain't cheap to get in. Not only did I not get in, but other people said you won't get in. So the odds were not just not in my favor, they were stacked against me. So I was literally told and felt this is impossible, but I chose to persevere. My hallucination is I'm not the only person out there. I ain't. There's a lot more, a lot more amazing stories. This is just mine I'm sharing to you because it's relevant to this topic, but I guarantee you've had something similar something that you had an idea, you had a passion, you had a desire, but you didn't know how you were gonna do it. You felt underqualified, you felt like an imposter, but you thought, I'm going for this. And you might've failed the first time, the second time, third, fourth, or fifth time. Your friends and family might've thought you were cray cray. You might've been told, just stop while you're ahead, or 
If you quit now, you'll at least have your dignity and pride, but you kept going. So I want you to seriously, like, again, this is not meant to make you feel good. This is a process that will help you only if you do it. So I want you to seriously take a moment to think of that one thing. What was that endeavor? What was that desire that you wanted badly, you felt compelled to go for, but the odds were not in your favor? So take a moment and think of that one thing. I'll wait. You find it? Now that you've thought of it, you know what you got to do. Write it down. When the odds were stacked against you, but you found a way, write that down. Did you find it? Did you write it down? Now, I want you to look at where you were when you made that decision that you were doing it. Literally, where were you? Think about in as much detail as possible. How old were you? Did you have any experience around this goal that you had? What made you decide that you wanted to do this? Then, from the point of making that decision of I'm going to go for this even though it's going to be challenging, I have no clue what I'm doing, I don't feel qualified, but I want to try it anyway, that moment. Then, I want you to fast forward to the point when you did it. You achieved your goal. Now, you've identified those first two points. The moment of making the decision, you're going to go for this. And then the moment of, holy crap, I, I actually did it. Like, I actually did it. The magic I want you to focus on is what happened in between. And I want you to write the following down. Write down these questions. Because as you've heard me say over and over, because it's so true, the quality of questions you ask will determine the quality of life you live. So on your paper, you wrote down the action, goal, endeavor that you went after. You wrote down the moment you made the decision to go after it. And then you wrote down the moment you realized you actually did it. Now I want you to focus on what happened in between those two points. And I want you to write these questions down so you can really think on them and, and really write these answers down. I promise you, if you do this, this whole process will take 10 minutes max, but it will light you up in such a way you will feel like you were like reborn. I'm serious. So write these questions down. In that process, that magic time between decision and you did it, what specific concepts or values empowered you to make that happen. Some examples might include resilience, resourcefulness. That's big picture. So what was like, if you, that process, like that wasn't easy, you had to push through some things. What, if you had to boil down like how you did that to one word, what would it be? That's the big picture. What's the one word that would describe how you got from where you started to where you ended. What's the one word that you would pick that would describe that process? That's the big picture. Then, once you write that down, under that big picture word, and the examples I gave could be either resilience or resourcefulness, 
Under that, what specific actions under that concept did you take to put those beliefs into practice? So we might say, for example, the theme of going from, I'm going to go after this, but I'm not sure how to do it, to holy crap, I did it. In between there, you said, okay, I did this because I was resourceful. So what specific actions would support that you were resourceful? Give specific actions, specific instances where it would portray resourcefulness. So I'm going to say this again. Do not just listen to this passively or it will not work for you. Might feel a little inspired, might smile a little. That doesn't do jack for the quality of your life. You have to really put this into practice and work it or it will not work for you. I'm not creating this stuff to make you feel good. I'm creating it to help you create the life that you desire and deserve. And that doesn't just happen. Success and progress doesn't come find you. You have to go pursue it. This process takes 10 minutes, and I think your goals are worth that. So make sure you're actively doing this. Now, I wanna tell you what you'll find. This one simple shift in focus of looking at not how far behind you are at the end of the year and how much more you have to go and there's not much time, I want you to instead flip your script. I want you to shift your focus into what has already been a success in your life. Because what you're looking for is not outside of you. It's been within you the whole time. Oftentimes we get so busy and caught up in life and I don't know, pharmacist life, that we forget where we've come from. We forget the success that we've created on our journey so far. And here's one thing I know about success. Success leaves clues. And you already have it in some capacity. Probably a lot more than one example, but I want you to start with one. This one simple shift in focus could be the exact thing you need to flip your script from falling into despair and discouragement into confidence and encouragement. So I, I strongly recommend setting aside at least 10 minutes with your phone off, completely undistracted, and putting this into practice. Acting on the emotion of encouragement, turning this season into a season of joy is what you're going to find. So if, if you've listened to this whole thing and you're like, oh crap, I missed it, rewind this. This is your resource. This is you. What you get out of this is totally up to you. I can give you the tools, but I cannot make you do anything. So what you do with this is on you. And I wanna encourage you, like I'm sharing this because it's worked so much for me. I don't get on here and talk theory. I talk about what I've learned, what I've practiced and repeated several times for myself and my clients and I've gotten results in both arenas. That's what you're getting. I'm trying to give you kind of the, the cheat codes, if you will, the stuff that really makes the difference. But it's not gonna make a difference unless you choose to make it. So if you take the action, if you do this for yourself, when you do, you'll be in a state that will literally bliss you out. I am not kidding. When I did this, I was, I went on a 
a motivational walk, which is a, a spirited discussion for another episode. But I, I'm telling you guys, when you do this, you'll be able to serve from the overflow because you'll in, be in such a state of like uplift and empowerment. You won't be able to help yourself from wanting to help other people do the same. Case in point, here I am. I got such amazing value from doing this little thing that just, it just happened. And I was just thinking, because resourcefulness is like the core of my essence. So I was, I'm going to, into a new endeavor. I've been working on this last several months. And I was stuck and I thought, well, wait, have I done this before? Have I ever felt stuck and overcame it? That's literally where this, what I'm sharing with you came from. And it led me to think back to pharmacy school and into bodybuilding and into becoming a professional speaker and on and on. And it kept creating evidence like, oh, I've done this before. Because so many times we look at something and think, oh, I've never done this. And that specific endeavor, maybe not, but the framework you already have. And that's what I'm sharing with you so that you can uncover it and rediscover it for yourself. Because once you do that, you're gonna be so filled. You're going to wanna go and help other people. And when you help other people, when you give, that's when you receive more than you can ever imagine. That's what it's all about. That's what a personal brand's for. It's not for you, it's to take your passion and your skill to merge that in a way that serves a specific person or group of people to help them overcome their pain, bypass the learning curve, get them to their results faster in a more enjoyable way, maybe in a cheaper way. That's so fulfilling. And when you get that, you're not gonna wanna stop. And the more you do it, the more you're gonna grow, the more you're gonna give, and the more of an amazing soul you're gonna become. That's what we're here for. I'm speaking from experience. That's how I know this works and why I made this episode so you can experience this for yourself. If you enjoyed this, if you actually did it, like real talk, you, I know this is huge, but you set aside 10 minutes and you did what I guided you through. I want to encourage you to do what I'm doing and share it because so many people need this, especially now. The holidays aren't enjoyable for everybody. It brings up a lot of family issues, unresolved pain, maybe trauma from the past. Like the holidays are not that great of a season for the majority of people. So when they're in that mental state of worrying and focusing on family dynamics or remembering the past or whatever it might be, then when they start to inherently look for everything else that's wrong, and then they start to get really judgmental on themselves, they start to doubt themselves even more, and it's not a good picture. This is how we reframe it. So if you enjoyed this episode, if you wanna do the same and share with others, please share this and tag me on your Instagram, at the fit pharmacist, that's my handle, so that I can hear your story of a breakthrough and celebrate your progress. Y'all know if you've ever shared and tagged me before, I always celebrate the wins because this is a community of progress, not perfection. We're all in this together. I believe that fully. And if you've been with me any length of time, you know that's true. This is where it starts, my friends, right here. So I hope you took this and give this to yourself as a gift so that you can go be a gift to others. You can go be a blessing. So go forth, be great, 
and dispense your full potential because the gifts you've been given were not meant just for you. They were meant to be stewarded and developed by you to help others for His glory. Make the most of the blessing you, blessings you've received so that you can genuinely go and be a blessing to others. God bless. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear.